Hello, and we are going to talk about Peak by Roland Smith. I am Gideon Walker. Yo, and that's your boy Jacob Siegel, back with another banger. Okay, so can you, like, introduce the book to me, please? Um, yeah, so it's pretty much about a kid who, um, who's really good at climbing, but since he decided to illegally climb a skyscraper... Hold up. A skyscraper? Yeah, he okay. decided to illegally climb a skyscraper. He was going to go to Juvie, but then um, they released him only to where his dad can... His dad can take can take care of him, but he doesn't really know his dad very well, and he immediately wants him to climb Mount Everest despite him only being thir- sorry, 14 years old. Dang, that's pretty sick. Just like yeah. imagine like you get um, arrested for like climbing a skyscraper, and then your dad takes you to Mount Everest. Yeah, that's best is... punishment ever. Yeah. Okay. Um. So what exactly? motivates um your boy peak um well really his love of climbing really motivates him but it's really his love of his family and his two sisters mm, do you have any text I'd evidence say, um yeah like on page 232 i found it said 50 feet 40 feet 30 feet which is him like climbing up the mountain how many feet left he has oh, that shows- and he said I have to do this for Josh, or more importantly, for the two Ps, which the two Ps is who he calls his um, sisters because it's Patrice and Paula. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so, like, he's motivated, and you can see that because he's like, I'm so close to, like, getting up the mountain, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, big brain. Okay, uh, what were the big mint window moments? Um, The big window moments? Yeah. Um, well, like, um... One of the big window moments is when Peak was about to reach the peak of Mount Everest, but decided not to reach it, even though he was a fingertip away, to let his friend be the youngest ever to climb it, just so he doesn't get deported. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that, that really showed character, and yeah. Nice, so he didn't want his friend to get deported, um... So he let him be the youngest ever. Yeah, he was he did. also fourteen? Yeah, um, he was uh, like a week older, so it wouldn't have. So if they both got to the top, then he would have been the youngest technically. Peak would have been the youngest technically, but he decided he decided he didn't want the fame and just let Sun Zhao, um, climb it. Mm, that shows real character. It does. Do you have any small window moments? Um, some small window moments. I do. Because um, at the beginning of the book, he's not really that smart. Like, he goes to a really complicated school and does not do so well. The only thing he's good at is reading and writing. But everything else he sucks at. But um, in, on page 42, it, what he said, when you climb higher, your, your um, body builds up red blood cells. So when you go back up to that height, it's easier to breathe. And I think that's just super cool because he's smart about the things he cares about. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I kind of didn't hear your text evidence for the big window moment. Oh, for the big window moment? Yeah. So, for the big window moment, <clears throat> on page 231, again, it says, Sun Zhao quickly 
explained what I was doing to Yogi and Yash, and they, and they both patted me on the back. So because Sun, because Sun Zhao is Nepalese, he's from Nepal pretty much, and Yogi and Yash are both from Nepal. Um, they can communicate with each other, but Peek can't. So when Sun Zhao um, explained to Yogi and Yash what he was doing, um, Yogi and Yash really had respect for him. That's cool because um, he helped the guy not get deported. Yeah. Um, what techniques really stood out to you, you know? Um, well, the author really, I think, really loved to use similes. Like one on page 82. This is talking about Holly. It said she was over six feet tall with limbs like daddy long legs. That is pretty expressive. Um, yeah. She must be like a like a human spider with four legs. Yeah, it's, it's pretty long legs. Picture that in your head. I don't want to picture that in my head. Yeah, good call. Um, he also used a lot of like onomatopoeias and dialogue Hell, in so. his text. Because on... Um, page 83 oh nice yeah it said no big gasp deal you know gasp the altitude so the gasps are like holly like gasping so she's like no big deal it's to the altitude (gasps) yeah because she's not used to climbing that high so she had to like get used to the altitude that's a pretty good example of an onomatopoeia actually yeah and so, um, also on, uh, for another technique that the author uses a lot, is he likes to lead up and then reveal something massive about the character. So kind of like a, a foreshadowing? Yeah. So like on page 121, um, it says, you can never tell who the mountain will allow or not. That proves Zopa does not mess around. So it really and proves. does that show that later, like Zopa is Zopa able to get all the way up? Um, Zopa gets most of the way up, but then gets sick and has to go back down. But Man, he so that kind of like shows that like it kind of like foreshadows that like the best, yeah, only but, the best make it. Yeah, like, but he risked his life to to um get those two Peak and Sun Zhao to the top, and it he proved exactly what he said. You can never tell who the mountain will allow and not. And it did not allow him. He got sick and had to come down. Man, that's deep. Yeah, very deep. So, um, on other notes, what are the what are the theme? Um, the theme. Um, I would say the theme is dedication, but more importantly, that fame is not as important as safety. That's true. Because um, there like one of the reasons that he let Sunjao get to the top is because he didn't want all the fame. Because he thought if he had all the fame, then his family will pay attention to him less. And he'd have to do all these things. So he just decided that the fame wasn't as important. Do you, uh, do you think that also a reason because of the fame is because, like, like he thought that safety is more important than fame? Like, I wonder, like, if he knew that Sun Zhao was going to get rep- deported if he wasn't the first, do you think that kind of, like, helped his decision? Yeah, I bet it really helped his decision. And it's a very kind thing to do. Yeah, that really was. That really just goes, like, safety, you know? Like, 
he risks all his fame and possibly money just so a friend wouldn't have to live lower than he already had been. Yeah, a friend that he met like three weeks ago. It's still a friend, okay. <laughs> um, did you have any like real like text evidence for that or are you just kind of just citing through the whole book? Um, it was really over the entire book. But, um, something that I'd say, like, if I had to choose text. We're doing a podcast. Uh, no. Okay, let's just pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, Continue. And I think we can cut through it. Yeah, I think we can cut it. No, I don't want to cut it. I want to be over. Okay, just keep going. All right. <coughs> text evidence. So I'd say if we had to choose a text evidence, even though it was throughout the entire book, have to be on page 236 where um so zopa left a note saying i left camp four yesterday all is well all is well i will see you on the end of the road zopa zopa knew that he wasn't going to he wasn't zopa knew that he was gonna let sun Zhao hit the top of the mountain which so like sun Zhao, like zopa sorry knew that he was gonna do it and that shows zopa is also following the theme too yeah it really does it's pretty cool um um, did you have any like aha moments that really showed you like um about peak um you know really it was just part of the theme like he didn't want the fame like, that was a big aha moment when he let him up. Seems like it. Because, like, on page 230, this is when it happened. He said, I think this is as far as I'm going to go. And that was when he was, like, a fingertip away. And so, that that's really when I... That's really when I thought that he was truly... Truly kind. And that is a pretty big yeah, high morale for himself what changed your perspective about peak like what made you change your perspective of like he's just a dumb kid who likes his climb to like he's this really kind-hearted soul um um even after he let Zun, sun Zhao have all the fame he's just very humble at the beginning he I, he didn't really seem humble to me but then at yeah. near the end he was just super humble and he, he didn't even tell anyone that he let him get to the top. He was just like, yeah, I didn't make it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, he just didn't really want anyone to think that he had just done it, even though he was better. He yeah, just, yeah, he knew that if he said, yeah, I would have made it, but I let Sun Zhao get to the top, that means... And that would have brought all the fame away from Sun Zhao. Yeah, and that would have made Sun Zhao's peak a little less interesting and a little less important to him. Yeah. Um, are we missing anything? Um, no, that seems about it. But if I were to say that one person affected Pete the most, like, it would definitely not be his dad, because he didn't really know his dad very well, and he was just... Yeah, speaking of his dad, where did his dad go? Um, so he lived in, like, Nepal, in, like, China, and around that area near Mount Everest. Just because he, like, just because 
he ran a business called Peak, not related to his son. Uh, um, he ran a business called Peak, and it would help people get to the top of Mount Everest. And he never contacted his son. He always kept sending him letters, and he'd never respond. So if I were to say one person affected Peak the most, um, I feel like it would have to be his dad. Like, his dad, like, kind of, like, his dad gave him, like, that, like, fierce determination to, like, prove his dad wrong or, like, to get his dad's, um, get his dad to notice him. Do you think? That's or, true. Or but do you have someone else? That's true, but you can always say it was about his two sisters because that's what really drove him to the top of the mountain because he really wanted to come back and see them. Finally, I'm uh, seeming kind of interested in the resort. Would you recommend it? Um, I would recommend it, but the thing about the book is that it was kind of like, it was fast, but it didn't have a lot of action in it. So it got to the plot really quick, but it just didn't have a lot of action. So it wasn't really like a page turner. Yeah, it wasn't really a page turner. I mean, at the very end it was, but like in the middle of the book, you're just like, when will we do this? Yeah, when will it end? Yeah, like, because like, there's only like one thing he has to do. He just has to climb Mount Everest. And it's just like every couple pages, it just feels like so long. So, like, I would recommend it, but only if you don't mind kind of slow books. Mm. And finally, like, before we have to end this, I want to hear more about uh, the two Ps. They sound kind of interesting. Like, why does he Uh, have so much dedication to them, you know? So, um, they are half-sister. They are his half-sisters. So, like, his dad and his mom got divorced, and then... And his mom married someone else and then had two kids, Patrice and Paula. They're both twins. They're, like, five. And they always looked up to Peak. And they would write him letters every single day when he was on Mount Everest. And he tried to respond, but they kept getting stuck in the mail because the Chinese wanted to, like, read all of them, and it kept getting stuck. So it really made Peak wonder, like, what if his dad sent letters to him all along, but it just kept getting stuck in the mail? And the two Ps, they they are interesting. They're, like, very, like, energetic. They're just very interesting characters, to say the least. Sounds interesting. I mean, like, you don't really get a lot of uh, sisters that worship you. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you only really, like, you hear about them throughout the entire book, but the only, like, part that they're actually in the book and they talk to the main character and stuff, is it the beginning and the end? Because then, at the beginning, um, they spoke at his trial. They didn't really say anything meaningful. They were just like, I love you, Peak, we'll miss you. So it was like, you can tell that, and even when um, Peak went to Mount Everest, you can tell that they really were going to miss him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, That's actually probably a good reason that he was so motivated by him. Yeah. He okay. really wanted to get back on his birthday, so, yeah. Well, um, it's pretty deep. Yeah, anything else? Any other questions? I don't think so, and I'm pretty sure we're out of time. Alright, so that is Peak by Roland Smith. Um, check it out. It's probab- It's like about 245 pages. I might actually have to go check that book out. Yeah, it's a pretty easy book to get through, just a little slow at times. At the beginning, it gets to the plot really fast, but at the end, not so much. Yeah, you really just want to be done with it. Okay, so, um, 
that was Gideon Walker, and I'm Jacob Siegel, signing off.